planning on traveling this summer? Make saving at the pump part of your plans with two times the fuel points from Harris Teeter. It's easy. Download your eVic coupon, and for every dollar you spend with your Vic card, you'll get two fuel points. That's up to $1 per gallon on quality fuel at participating BP and Harris Teeter fuel centers. Download your eVic coupon today and save money at the pump all summer long with eVic and Harris Teeter fuel points. Hey, this is Carlos from the Butcher Babies. This is George Corp from the Fisher from Kelvin Corp. Hey, this is Rex from Kill Devil Hill. This is Wednesday 13. This is Dad's from Devil Driving. This is Odorous from Water. You're listening to Rabbit Noise. On Rabbit Radio. Turn it up. Skyler, how are you, man? No, man, how's it going? Sorry that ran a little long. We just got off stage. Oh, no problem, man. No problem. So, we got an interview and got off stage, so I apologize. Might have got a little more sleep, though, right? Isn't it like 7.30, 8 o'clock in the morning there? Me? No, I've been up since 5 o'clock, man. Oh, shit. You were one of those guys. I Well, not by choice. <laughs> <laughs> i got babies, man. So, oh, babies. Babies yeah, will do that. They will sure do will, man. <laughs> I wouldn't know from experience, but I got baby kitties, and they do the same thing. <laughs> Running over the piano and shit. Oh, really? That's not cool. <laughs> no. Well, yeah, it was a good show. Is the tour going really well? Yeah, it's going great, man. Everything's cool. Everything's really cool. We're all really stoked. Just just Wait, played. Uh, we just played um, in Bar- Birmingham, Brum. Brum. We played uh, home of home of Black Sabbath and uh, the Spaghetti Highway. It seems I was like more roundabouts than fucking like you know. I don't know where else other cool roundabouts are, but they had a lot of roundabouts. Matt's on this call too. Just Matt. Matt. Oh, hey man, how are you, bro? He's saying, he's saying, he's saying <laughs> hey, he's saying, saying, what's up, bro? It has been uh, a couple of years since I've I've spoken to you, man. Uh, last time was when you were heading down here for uh, the Soundwave Festival. I remember. I remember. I saw Nev. I was like, I know this dude. We talked before. We. Uh, I remember sitting at my kitchen table. It's a lot different now. Like it's eleven o'clock at night, and I'm sitting backstage at a at an O2 Academy and. In Birmingham, but we were definitely on on a different wavelength back then. Heading over, it's it was surreal thinking about going to that festival. So we got to work on our our next tour over there. We got to figure out how that's going to go down, dude. I there's so many people that want you to tour again here because Soundwave was really good, but I mean because it's a festival slot, it's it's a short. Yeah, I'd rather play punk clubs. You know, like we'd rather play some rock clubs. Well, hopefully, man. Hopefully, uh, is it talks of that happening? Uh, I think you and I are talking about it right now. Ah, okay. All right, man. Because I'm keen. I'm even considering I mean, we all are. And everybody, you know, I've been doing uh, interviews with Australia for the last three nights. And it it seems like everybody, you know, there's a, there's a demand and we have the supply. So really just, we just got to get over there. I mean, it's a 14 hour plane ride. It's like, you know, $40,000 or some shit like that. I don't know. It's just, a, it's just a pretty penny to get over there, stay, get back line, you know, roll with it. So, so I mean, those are all little things, but it, for for certain people, that's not a big problem. So, I'm sure we'll figure out a good way to get over there. I'm hoping we can come on few because this is a super important record to us, and we can make it happen as soon as possible. I'm, I'm missing that. I'm missing that Gold Coast, man. Yeah, that's we really at, love Australia so much. We really do. 
mad also. Because you've only, was it twice you guys have we're been drinking, here? We're drinking Foster's right now as we speak. That's the beer we get backstage. It's not even really Australian for beer because I've never seen it in Australia. Yeah, we've never actually seen Foster's in Australia. No, we hate it. Tastes like piss. <laughs> well, we hate it too, but we're drinking it for years. <laughs> we had these interviews. <laughs> You need to have, when you get back to the Gold Coast, guys, you need to uh, try out uh, Big Head Beer. Burley Big Head Beer. We've had it's that. Shit. Have we? I think we've had that. Is uh, that... The last time I just drank Corona. Yeah, we drank, <laughs> we drank a lot of Mexican beer last time. We also were poor as shit on Soundwave. So, like, literally eating really? toast and just, like, so, like, just, like, seat of our pants, like running the catering and I mean your your country is expensive, man. I don't know if you know this. It's really but well I'll tell you one thing. I developed the best taste for what's that shit called I eat? Vegemite. <laughs> I love it. Not many people do. Most people I love it, it so much. I love it so much. And the trick is, here's what Americans do. I'll, I'll give you a little hint. American schmear. They smear their stuff. They smear jelly. Jelly is like, you know, like two spoonfuls of jelly on toast. One, like, full stick of butter on one piece of bread. What you have to do, and this is for any American that might be listening, is a tiny amount of butter and then... On top of the butter, a bit of Vegemite. You don't need much. You just make the toast black. Yep. You know, have that brownish hue. It's the best breakfast you can ask for. Over here, they have Marmite. Not the same thing. Marmite. Sorry. Oh, our, yeah, mer- our, our merch girl is correcting me on my on my British my British <laughs> dialect enunciation. <laughs> oh man, you should just get everyone to just send you some. Oh, we we have a market. Uh, I like the I like the packets. I'd like to have the packets on me, like the little ones you get at the airport. You know, because that's, yeah, 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 that's yeah, a yeah. perfect size. You know, but uh, but yeah, I I get a bottle. It's really expensive in the states. I get a jar of it when I when I'm home from World Market, and uh, it's like it's like nine dollars for a for a what? small jar of it. Yeah, yeah, it's a hot commodity, and nobody likes it. It's weird. <laughs> Well, dude, I'll uh, I'll, I'll gather, gather everyone up to uh, collect some of those little packets, and we'll put it in a big uh, big bag, and we'll send it to you. Yeah, guys. put a trash bag and send it to my house. <laughs> yeah, you're I'll eat it out of it. I'll finish everyone. I swear to you. You know, you can't imagine how much toast they got over here in Europe. The UK is <laughs> really? just filled. With, it's all I ate today. I bought up bread. So it seemed like a different kind of food. So I've never been to uh, to England. I've never never really beat left the country. So. Yeah, uh, it's I cool. I like it over here. It's it's pretty. It's pretty cool. The sun only comes out for like fifteen minutes a day, but other than that, it's uh, it's pretty cool. How's the uh, reaction going to uh, the new stuff over there? Oh, people are loving it, man. People are having a good time. Matt Matt's leaving now. He's not. <laughs> I just got up. Oh, sorry. Oh. Uh, no, yeah, yeah. People are really enjoying it, man. They. It seems like the kids are just like head over for for what's going on so so we can't be happier than than seeing that and you know the the watching people know the words already and it's been out a, for a week it's it's just cool man We've, we're really really excited about it because you did the crowdfunding campaign and like you s- smashed your goal that was that was awesome to see man it like, was like having that support man you your fan base just 
Well, we've back, man. I feel like we've had it. We've had this following, you know, like this cult following. That's it's the people that knew what we were going for when they listened to I Am Hollywood. You know, like I think that a lot of people heard I Am Hollywood and they like the people that download single songs off of albums. I think that they they heard the record and they were going they were gunning for like you know this band with this sound and there were there were a few people. Not, you know, to use the expression that that knew immediately what we were going to be and what what was going to what was going to unfurl through this this process of us growing and coming of age and and continuing to write music. So, I I do think that those people are still in our corner, and that was the reason why we knew that crowdfunding was kind of more proving to ourselves that we could do it, and that. We had support because for such a long time, you know, we, we've had haters and we've had we've had people that are just, you know, that come at you with negativity. And those are the people that that we just had to squash immediately. And mm. and this was really a way for us to prove that our fans have our backs and that's all we need, you know. And and it really just once we saw that we knew the goal was going to be met because we knew from the support we were getting that it was just going to be easy, but it was still nail biting situation. And we were, we were sitting around just like waiting to see it pass. But the moment it passed, it became the most important record that we've ever made. So, um, you know, it literally is a present from our fans to us regifted to our fans because they they gave us the opportunity to make music, which is the most important thing. That's all we want as as dudes, you know, like that's all we have to offer and that's all we want to do. And so the fact that our fans just came through, stuck their neck out, gave us an opportunity to make an album means more than any fucking idiot that says, yeah, yeah, we're going to do this for you and you're going to play this place. And, you know, like, here's your, you know, here's your here's your fucking Cadillac. Cause you know, you know what I mean? Like, it's just, it's a silly, the, the, the world now is, is changing drastically. And, and I think what we're seeing is, is an era of the way that the world is going. The world, meaning like everything that's happening right now is changing the situation in rock and roll. Whereas, you know, six, seven years ago, we were on Easy Street and everybody was listening to dance music and EDM was really the best thing that was out there. But now we have some turmoil. We have some strife. Nobody's getting political in their music, but we're saying we've got to let this, you know, whatever's pent up inside of us from the bullshit that's being pulled over our eyes. You have to, you know, you have to kick that out. And and the only way to do it is like the MC5 way, you know. Like we're gonna have to be with every other band that's out right now, being a rock band that you know we're not we're not writing political songs, but we're we're people are getting off work and coming to shows to let off steam because their lives are in turmoil just like ours, just like everyone else's, and we provide that now. You know that didn't happen five years ago. It was like pour a fucking beer on your head and have a party because everybody's fine, but. Now nobody's fine, and we're all very worried. And it's like, this is our release. This is everyone's release. I know. I know you know what I'm talking about. Oh, it's absolutely, just, dude. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. So I mean, yeah. 
I think we're we're in a situation right now with few that not only are we relying on our fans to just have our backs and know that that we have theirs, but we've developed a like m- like kind of a '90s '80s style street team of people who are just they are down for us and they know that we are ultimately just you know we're just giving them music and in return like we we are writing new music for a new record because we have this new excitability amongst us you know so not only did this inspire us to write a record and give us the chance to write a new record it's given us an opportunity to have a core group of people writing new songs for a new record and then you know, who, who knows how far this goes? And it, and it all is because our fans decided that they wanted to hear more. Is it is it something you're looking at doing in the future? Like, are you still going to continue that crowdfunding? I don't know if crowdfunding will be the next way we, we write a record. I think that I think that it's uh, for us, it was a it was something we had to prove to ourselves that we could do because, you know, it was either that or try to renegotiate with a record or try to shop mm. some demos. And, you know, we're we're well into our 30s now. You know, we're 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 just we know what we want to do. We know the sounds we want. We don't have to we don't need, you know, Billy Blowjob telling us how to tune our guitars. We make the music that we make because we're good at it. And, you know, that's not us being arrogant. That's just us saying we know what we're doing. So there's no real reason to, if it ain't broke, don't fix it, you know? Exactly. So I think with, you know, I, 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 I can't say that crowdfunding will be the way that we go. You know, we, we, we signed with Spine Farm because we, we weren't certain how to distribute our music worldwide. You know, there were things that came up that, that we were confused with and at the end of the day it was we well you guys should just be musicians and play music and you know let us take care of that and that seemed like the the right road to take because as it came down to things like that like pressing it getting you know getting getting everything really set in stone it it started to get a little daunting and so we, we kind of took a road where we we could sit back and, and let somebody else do some of the hard work and 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 we could focus on being on the road and, and showcasing these songs more. And that's the way it should be, man. You know what I mean? So and you know, and at the end of the day, we're still doing ninety nine percent of the work ourselves. Like we are a a DIY band at the you know, through and through because don't let somebody else do it. If you want the job done right, you do it yourself. And we, we've learned that over the years. And so, I mean, it, it's, it's nice to have a team. It's nice to have people working in your favor. But also, you need to walk behind them and make sure that, you know, they aren't dropping crumbs on the ground or you're going to get fucking ants. And that's how yeah, yeah. you don't want ants. That's how you get ants. <laughs> but, man, it seems like it's all working out. And the album's fucking phenomenal, man. Like, I've been a fan... Thank you, Dev. For a long time, man, and I waited and waited. And me and 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 uh, one of my mates, Dan, my bandmate Dan, he's the guy who got me into you guys years and years ago. And uh, we just we were just ticking it down, man, and it didn't disappoint, dude. Thank you, it didn't man. Disappoint at all? That. You know, I mean, because 
when this, you know, we're, I, I'm thinking back now to, to December of 2015 and just kind of sitting there and waiting and watching the clock and, and just, and waiting to see like, you know, when it's, when it finally, or November, I should say, but, but watching and waiting for the thing to just kind of, okay, now we, now we, we've done it. Let's make an album. And, you know, the process from there to now, it's an art, it was an arduous road. It was, it was, it was, it was tough for a lot of people, but it was well worth it. And that split second made this the most important thing that we've ever done. You know I mean? Because it was strictly fans. It, we, you, we didn't have to borrow money. We didn't have to go through some shithead that was going to, you know, talk us up. We really just kept it simple and, and told our fans what we could and couldn't do. And that's how that went, you know? And so for us, we couldn't have been more thrilled and just, you know, it was, it's so important. And, and still to this day, like we're 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 noticing how how important it's become. Do you have a favorite track off the album that you uh, that you're particularly proud of? I like Fritz the dog. That's uh that's my favorite at the moment. Fritz was cool. Fritz was the first song I did vocals for. Kind of you know clearing the cobwebs out of like you know the whimsical shit that we do on records. Uh, I knew that that one was one I w- I could do quick and just get it over with but uh yeah i mean i i love that song i love the way that it goes uh there's a lot of personal stuff in there mm. i i started recording the day after david bowie passed away so that was really really something else for me and it affected me really in a huge way so i think um i think i kind of uh wore some some of my childhood bowie influences on my sleeve um, which I don't think anybody would ever notice, but to me, I can hear it on certain parts. Um, so yeah, I mean, that, that was a, that was a painful blow and, you know, getting in the studio on a somber note with that was, was interesting. And, but yeah, I mean, I, I of course I have my, my favorite tracks, but, but I also like to look at it as a, you know, the, the, the whole thing is just kind of a, a, a piece of music, you know, it's a, it's a piece of work. So, so we, so we really just kind of, you know, I, I, I lump them all together when I listen to it now. It's uh, it just seems like it seems like it flows well and it Jordan is really cool, it's heavy as shit, you know. I really like Gold Dust because of, of just it seems like a place we might never visit again, like your dinner with a gypsy or martini or something like that, you know, somewhere where we might not ever be able to go. Or maybe make a whole record that sounds like that. Like I I like those aspects of of the band, you know, when we when we drift off a bit and let the weed do the talking. <laughs> yeah, it's no altogether, man. Like, don't get me wrong, I love love the album, but uh, I just find like with each listen, like more and more sort of just pops out at me, and I just yeah, like I've, I've listened to it quite a lot. I love it. Good, Thank man. you, man. Thank you. I mean, it really means a lot because you know, with without without what we uh, without what. Without you know hearing this from people, we would have no no input, especially mm-hmm. right now with the first week. You know we need to know that things are good. So it's nice to hear that that people that know our music well are not disappointed. And mentioning before about Bowie, you you're obviously a massive Bowie fan as well. I, I am. grew I'm up getting on a Bowie it, tattoo. Yeah, I got a yeah I got a Bowie tattoo yeah. after after mm-hmm. after he passed. 
I mean, it's the most graceful death I've ever seen. I don't think I've, I don't think anyone's ever passed away in, in a more graceful, beautiful way. It's like he knew it was coming. He kind of just, he gave this album to his fans for that reason. And I mean, I it, just mind blown at, at what, what it really was, what it meant. And, uh, yeah, man, I mean, we were listening to that, the new album. Right, like I I pre-ordered his album, so I got the single, and we were recording guitars at the time. And me and Denny went to go see that Tarantino movie, The Hateful Eight. Yeah, they were doing it in seventy millimeter, and it was the day that I I got the pre-order, the one song, Black Star, and uh, just listening to it over and over on the way to the cinema and back, it was just like, man, this is so important and it's so great, and I was mind blown. And then you know. Like the album came out and then two days later he's gone. You know, I watched the labyrinth, which it was my introduction to David Bowie. I watched the labyrinth every day as a child. Like it was the labyrinth and the making of Michael Jackson's thriller. So as a very, very young kid, I was getting this. So it was just, it was really, it was really somber and crazy to start recording on that day. It was it was a hard year, man. Like even Scott Whalen as well. Like that was a hard one for me too. Yeah, yeah, no, me too, me too. I mean, not to not to piss on him at all, but like you kind of saw it coming a little more because yeah, he had had such a strong drugs, and that's a shame, you know. It's just like it's like you know, like uh, your Lane Staley or something, where you see the struggle and 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 you realize when it's when it's hard drugs like that, it's it's something that you know. You can't fight it for them, you know. We see that a lot in in the states. Heroin's huge, and and I mean, I don't I don't know exactly what Scott was going through at the time, but I mean, mm. he, he, massive inspiration to me through my whole life. And so, yeah, I mean, Scott and Lemmy and Prince and Bowie and fucking you name it. I mean, 2016 was took away so many icons, you know, so many people that gave us. Massive inspiration. I mean, literally, Prince Bowie and Lemmy are like, like reasons why I want to be in a band. Like, I can pick reasons mm. from those three people about why rock and roll means something. And it's and it's you know it was a, it was a hard year. It was really really tough. Seems to have uh, stopped at the moment, which is which is a good thing. From, I mean, uh, yeah, Big you know, Black died. I don't know if you guys had Robin Big over in. Australia, but Big Black just died. Rest oh, really? He was, he was an amazing dude. And yeah, I mean, you know, it, it comes in threes, so let's watch out. But uh, Mo- I, Michael uh, Parks was one, I'm too. Fine. You know, the actor Michael, pa- Michael Parks? He was oh, in, yeah, uh, yeah, 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 yeah. Fuck, I mean, that dude was yeah, just easy amazing. Rider, right? Was he an easy rider? Oh, I don't he's know, but I know he's in all the Tarantino stuff. So like he was like Kill Bill and uh, and uh, he was oh yeah, the... yeah 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 he was in uh, Kevin Smith's uh, uh, yeah 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 Red State Red, Red State, State. Red yeah. State. Yeah. yeah that's man. a shame did he just die recently like yesterday dude oh man I didn't know that fuck yeah I know man like shame and he was I like one of the best guy. man yeah, yeah I know because he was a chameleon Red man. State was such a good movie oh fuck yeah he was so good in Red State. Christ, well, I didn't know that. Well, here's I'll drink up shitty Fosters to him. <laughs> shitty Fosters, put that shit down, man. Do I can't. It's all I got. <laughs> oh man, 
Well, dude, uh, I've got a jet to work, but it's been an absolute pleasure talking to you again, brother. Nev, for sure, man. It's been great. It's been great. Hopefully, we can work it out, and we'll be over there soon. Yeah, sweet. I'll, I'm going to go get a bank loan and just throw you the cash. Okay, so that, that's that's how we do it. That's how we do it. Yeah. Or call AJ, sweet. right? Right? Shouldn't we just do that? Doesn't he? They, they, they're still pulling bands. Uh, Soundwave. That was cool. Yeah. Nah, uh, I want to play punk clubs. Fuck that. I want to play punk clubs. Yeah, man. Well, Brightside's the one you want to play in Brisbane. That's the one you want to you want to In Brisbane? There. Brisbane. Yeah, we'll, we'll, we'll get it all worked out. We'll get yeah. it all worked out. I mean, I, I can't imagine we won't be over there This, you know, on this album. It's, it seems so important, and, and, I, and Australia's really really come through and, and taken to it. So I think, uh, I think everything's going to work out fine. We just got to, you know, we got to find that, that, that promoter that wants us over bad enough. We'll, we'll make it happen, dude. And I'll bring you some good beer. I'll bring some. Good yeah, shit. give me some goddamn. What would you call it again? Belly big acre. Head. Big head. Big head. Big I head. want to bring you some of that shit. Fuck good. Foster's. Sorry, Foster's, <laughs> but beer sucks. Oh man, that's right. All right, dude. We'll have a good night, man. Yeah, you too, Nev. I'll talk to you soon, man. Planning on traveling this summer? Make saving at the pump part of your plans with two times the fuel points from Harris Teeter. It's easy. Download your eVic coupon, and for every dollar you spend with your Vic card, you'll get two fuel points. That's up to $1 per gallon on quality fuel at participating BP and Harris Teeter fuel centers. Download your eVic coupon today and save money at the pump all summer long with eVic and Harris Teeter fuel points. 